0: May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to our Uncharted Discussions episode of Empowered to Grow, host Empowered to Grow podcast. I am your host, al-Basha, and, Basha, and uh, we are still continuing the conversation with the very empowering Shahir Ahmed, the founder of Noor. Hi, Shahira. Hi. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Good. So thank you we spoke about your business and the app and that it focuses on meditation and um, generally wellness, like kind of, you know, your wellness in on so many facets. But I want to kind of take a couple of steps back and address meditation in itself. Now, there are a lot of, as you were saying, there's a lot of stigma, a lot of misconceptions about meditation. It's only for monks and, you know, you do it in temples or Buddhists or it needs hours and you know what's the benefit of it and it's about just sitting quietly and closing your eyes and um, kind of trying to empty your mind which I know the first time I went through the meditation I'm like oh my god it's not clearing I'm doing it wrong you know the first thing is like and I actually googled am I meditating wrong because first my mind was not clearing number two I got so sleepy with the breathing and stuff It was like and then the first answer was that is very normal. I'm like, okay, so Mm -hmm. I'm on the right track. Mm -hmm. So let's delve a bit deeper into meditation, the concept, the benefits. um, And then we can talk a bit more about your business as Noor, and how it is, you know, your attempt at changing the narrative.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of interesting topics are there. Of course, we can start with the misconception around meditation. A lot of people Picture a young woman sitting on a yoga mat, you know, that eats only organic food uh, yeah. and whatnot, meditates. And only drinks
0: green shakes and, you know, has all the time in the world.
1: <laughs> and has all the time in the world, exactly. Uh, or maybe Buddhist monk sitting, you know, cross-legged. So essentially... When, even when you type what are the benefits of meditation on Google, like you said, you'll find a list of, you know, it re- reduces stress, it improves your sleep and lowers your heart rate and, and all of that. But essentially meditation does much more than that. Meditation is mental growth. We spend a lot of our lives training to be physically stronger, to be knowledgeable, to increase our material wealth. But the concept of actual mental training is barely entertained in today's society. In school, we learn and that is essential, of course, but we are not really taught how to improve the mental processes in our brains. Um, you know, how long does it take you to let go of an emotion when you're upset? Um, at what age are we taught to have better conversations with ourselves? And that is essentially really just mental growth. Think of it as going to the gym. You go to the gym to work out. And the first day, when you're carrying weights, you can barely carry the weight. You go back the next day and so on and so forth, and you're carrying heavier and heavier and heavier. Mm -hmm. And that is what meditation is you're essentially training your brain and your mind to essentially regulate your emotions and yes it does reduce stress it does improve your sleep but it also improves your relationships it makes you a better version of yourself in general it's an emotional connection to both your body and to your mind um and and the essence To really reap the benefits of meditation, you really have to set a consistent practice. It's not something that you, you know, do once a week and then bam, although there's I don't,
0: I don't see the impact of it. (laughs) And I don't see the impact of it.
1: essentially you would need to do it you know at few weeks at a time there is research today as i was saying that does prove that even 5 minutes of meditation maybe once a week will make you feel calmer but if you want to reap the benefits of meditation and become mentally stronger and be able to deal with things in a much you know uh, kind of efficient way yeah, that's you know you need to be doing it in a consistent basis
0: and and also meditation the the, the part of it where you as you were saying you you're practicing more is something I've learned personally that I not also paid it enough attention to it's your breathing because we're used to the shallow breathing we're used to trying to talk as fast as possible to get our point across before getting interjected okay. versus you learning how to breathe and breathing in itself has literally has an impact on your biology. It does improve your biology. And as you were saying, like even duration wise, it doesn't need to definitely not in the hours because again, you know, the gurus speak like, of course, Robin Sharma speaks of the 5.00 AM club. So you need to wake up before the sun and, you know, yeah. and, uh, Deepak Chopra and everything is like before the sun and you, you do yeah. the two, three hours in the morning, but no, you, yeah. anything for as little, I think headspace has um, meditations that are three minutes long. So oh, anything from three minutes, yeah. you're making an impact as long as you build it as a habit and habits are just something that you do consistently that you don't have to think about. And I I remember with one of my clients, uh, when I first started the health coaching, um, it was like she's like, no, I'm I don't have time. And mm-hmm. of course, we say that a lot. I don't have time. I don't have time for anything. She's she's a mother of two, full time employee, you know, busy life, expat. So you get a lot of extra responsibilities and no support. And I'm like, okay, let's do one minute. She's like, what? And I literally just in our session, I just put my timer on. I'm like, we're gonna breathe. And I taught her the Dr. Andrew Weil breathing, the four seven eight. Um, and I'm like let's just breathe for a minute and she's like okay so she did it she's like, okay I'm like imagine just doing this three minutes I expect you from from the minute you put your kids send them off to school before you get yeah. in your car to go to work yourself three minutes that's all I want yeah and it, it was huge for her because she started realizing at that point in time that I have control over the little time that I have in my power
1: Absolutely. I mean that 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 makes a lot of sense. Actually, they say the busier you are, the more you need to meditate. It's those who are specifically busy and don't have time to meditate that need to be meditating. Sure. And sometimes I also give the analogy like you know we we plug in our phones and our computers and everything to charge on a daily basis. but when do you actually plug yourself in and charge yourself? You yeah. really need to be able to 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 have that moment of solitude with yourself, whether it's one minute. Five minutes or 15 minutes on a daily basis to really recenter yourself and then you know attack the day and I think a lot of people get intimidated like you said by you know Sharma's policies at 5am or Deepak Chopra's 5am you know before the sun rises and of course yes the benefits of the if you want to reap the full benefits of meditation yes then do it with sunrise or sunset but I always tell people don't follow the rules at 100 percent just do what you can whenever you can <laughs> So it should become like brushing your teeth in the morning as a routine. Before you brush your teeth, maybe in bed already, instead of looking and scrolling at your emails, just take three minutes, five minutes and do box breathing or four, seven, eight breathing or anything really. It's just to give yourself that three minutes and it makes a massive difference over time in your daily life.
0: That's true. And and speaking of mobiles, please don't switch on your mobile in bed. <laughs> that's, that's one of the first things I was like, Yep. That's, that's, that was my first learnings. So I'm like, my mobile is only, it's always on airplane mode when I go to bed, which means I get no notifications whatsoever, whatever the emergency is, I can't deal with it right now. I'll deal with it in the morning. And um, it was like, I don't switch on my mobile at least until I'm done. I I got up, I had my coffee or I'm making my coffee. And then it's like, okay, I'm not going to look at it until after yep. that meditation part. So I just waited on to get on YouTube to get, you know, to my meditation affirmations. And that is it. And it is a huge difference. It makes a huge difference in your life, just that you're not starting your day being reactive. And I think that's the whole point of what you're talking about, what your business is built around is how do you, I I don't, don't think we really take control, but how are we more conscious and mindful in our everyday life?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, I think, you know, when you wake up in the morning, the first signals that you're sending to your brain are stress signals if you're scrolling on instagram or if you're reading your emails whereas if you start your day with a little meditation you brush your teeth you have your coffee and obviously if you have kids you're tending to your kids or to your family and then you start your day it just changes your day entirely and it's it's taking control like you said over your time and your mind as well Uh, and eventually you'll you'll the, some of the benefits that you'll see over time is the thoughts that you have they're not as self-sabotaging yes. you're not working based out of fear yes. um you're not you know it's all of these kind of negative thoughts that really drag you down um in your business in your relationships um that start to diminish to diminish to diminish and you feel more and more empowered uh, Day on
0: day which, which in essence if we're talking about our biology that's our sympathetic nervous system versus our parasympathetic nervous system and for those who don't know sympathetic nervous system is your fight or flight mode and chronic stress keeps that on all the time i mean you get it with acute stress and that's okay but acute stress means you know you have a major presentation you nearly got in a car accident that's that's Uh, acute stress and that's okay and that's where your sympathetic nervous system gets activated and you get the adrenaline and and the cortisol and these are all meant to protect you but Mm. when we are always as you're saying if we're starting our day always and we're being triggered and stressed out all the time then that's chronic stress and you don't get to switch off or switch into your parasympathetic nervous system, which is your relax and digest. This is literally where your body just you kind of you know your functions are all right. And I know that with chronic stress, I just actually had um, a session. I was giving a session about that, just because I I'm a health coach, but I love delving deeper into these topics. But more importantly, <laughs> looking at it from the entrepreneurial wellness and 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 corporate employee wellness as well. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, and I was saying that stress, chronic stress literally puts your functions on hold, your other functions in your body because it's waiting for you to be attacked. So your digestive yeah. system is not functioning properly. your reproductive system is not functioning properly. your' you know everyone who complains of um uh, insomnia and complains of you know the rage and the headaches and all of these pains and aches and inflammation, these are all symptoms that you've got chronic stress. And this is why it's very important to talk in your business um, in talking about how do you regulate your functions again mm-hmm. through yeah. meditation.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and actually research shows that basically when people think that when you sleep, that's when you're resting. But meditation is the practice, the only practice aside from sleep, because in, when you're sleeping, you're still in a fight or flight mode in a sense, because over the years, we've our our, our bodies are functioned to always be protective in a yeah. fight or flight mode, right? So if at the time the cavemen were going to be attacked by a tiger, um, your body, even when you're sleeping, is still in a fight or flight mode. But when you're actually meditating, that's when your body, you're telling your body, I'm in a safe space right now, and it actually turns off from the fight-and-flight mode, and you can actually relax and be able to manage the thoughts or manage the right world, deal with the thoughts. Yeah. The thing is, meditation doesn't change your the, out, the outside of your life, or the outcomes of your life. Things are going to be happening all the time, that's and right. that's not going to change, but what changes is the way you deal with things and the perspective that you have of what is happening in your life, and I think that is the game changer nothing is no external activities are going to change in your life but you your mindset and your perspective and the way you deal with it and the way you regulate the emotions is what is going to change in your life
0: that is it that's the bottom line of it and, and I love the the fact that you said you don't try to control your thoughts. Cause that was one of the things that, you know, for me was a trigger. I was like, Oh my God, I'm doing it wrong. I can't empty my brain. Yeah. <laughs> but in yeah. essence, you know, practicing a bit more, I've, I've learned that you, it's okay to have thoughts going in. It's just that you, by practice as well, you learn to let them flow and just let them go out rather yeah. than get stuck inside of you and you obsess over oh my god and my schedule today and my kid did this or my husband did that and you know and you just stay in your head it's it's allowing you to react differently
1: absolutely i mean you're never going to stop thinking right people think that when you're sitting down and you're meditating you're going to stop thinking that that's not going to happen even if you become an advanced meditator you'll never stop thinking but what meditation does is it builds the witness side Um, makes it stronger so when you're sitting down you're meditating either you're focusing on your breathing or let's say on a mantra and you're repeating the mantra let's say the mantra is one and you're saying one 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 few seconds later your mind is going to go somewhere else what are we having for dinner is my kid asleep or is he not and the whole point of meditation is as soon as you see your mind drift away you bring you notice where it's gone you decide whether you want to deal with that thought or not And then you bring it back, essentially, to your breathing or to your mantra. Ideally, when you're a beginner, you don't decide whether you're dealing with it or not. You just realize that it went somewhere. You realize that it's stressed, that that thought is stressing you out. And then you bring it back gently into uh, your practice. And that is how you really mentally train your brain. That is basically it. That's how you train your brain to focus on one thing only. And that is your breathing or your mantra or whatever your practice is given to you by your teacher or the app. Um, and that is how you mentally train the same way you go to the gym and you mentally, tra- you physically train. That is how you mentally train your brain to be focused on one thing only. And then eventually you start noticing that the gap, there's a gap that grows, a gap of silence that grows between your thought and your meditation. So I'm repeating the mantra one, one, one. You realize that your thoughts is gone away. You bring it back to one. You're saying one, one, one. And then you realize that the gap of, there's a gap of silence Of like maybe three seconds at first four seconds that is the magic moment before it starts thinking about something else again and over time with consistent practice that thought that silence grows from three minutes to four minutes not not i would say maybe a minute let's say yeah. that, that pause of silence is where you're really regenerating that's when you're in the not flight-on-flight mode that's when you're really calm and that's when you're really recharging yourself and that silence will start very small with a few seconds and then it will grow and grow and grow and that's where you want it to uh, mentally train
0: exactly well let's delve into Noor a bit more the app—it's yeah. not just about meditation. There's there's a bigger picture here, and there there are more um, kind of I want to say channels into it. Talk a bit more about what Noor can support people with, especially those that, you know, and and yes, I know it's focused in, mostly in in the Arab world or the MENA region. So those that are embarking on their journey, how can they utilize Noor in the best way possible? Um.
1: So. NOR essentially is a mindfulness and meditation app, but the aim is to make it the go-to wellness app in general for the region. Um, already in the app, we have obviously, you know, beginner meditation sessions, 21-day meditation sessions, but we also have what we call passive listening. So the meditation sessions are the actual practice of meditation, and that's what we call active listening. And then there's the passive listening, which is as mentioned before i think in a previous podcast you'll find some poetry from rumi or from Khalid jabran or um, from other poets that is meant to inspire you so you can listen to those type of um, sessions when you're walking or driving or you know doing the dishes um and it's for motivation and inspiration you'll also find little like uh, short life coaching boosts um and so that is for people who are not a hundred percent sure that they're ready to sit down in silence and a little bit intimidated by it. And you listen to those sessions and it kind of gradually pulls you in into, okay, I'm ready now to sit down and kind of start a a breathing practice or whatnot. So I would say for those who are a little bit intimidated by meditation, that's definitely the best way to start it. Um, Set a timer on your phone and do it every day. Start with two minutes three minutes we have sessions on there that are two to three minutes um and then gradually build your practice um another good way to do it is to start a series so we have a series of seven days we have a series of 14 days we have a series of 21 days it's actually proven that you build a habit in 21 days so if you actually do the 21 days essentially on day 22 or 23 you'll be looking to do it on your own yeah um And so that's what I would definitely recommend. Now, NOR essentially is a B2C. So it's for all users who speak Arabic in different dialects. Um, But we also are branching out to corporations for schools and universities and uh, institutions, essentially. So we can offer workshops, but as well as subsidizing the app itself. Um, uh, A big focus, of course, is schools and universities. Um, You know, the stress levels that students go through are pretty high. Um, So I think it's really essential for us to grow within that aspect and offer, you know, a a reduced price for students in order to be able to
0: set this routine um and grow with it yeah and and picking up the habits at such a young age is very important because then it becomes part of their life I know um I have headspace and um I, I used to put sorry I used to put my son like kind of just to calm him down before bedtime because he tends to be extra active and like okay come come, three minutes of course <laughs> there was a time I mean we started when he was what nine or ten years old um so there was a time where he was just like I didn't do my meditation today which we just meant to delayed his <laughs> bedtime <laughs> but um they i know that you know in his school as well they they talk about it and they they're learning how to literally regulate themselves when they feel like they're a bit worked up to step out take a breather come back in um and this is very essential as you were saying it's it's about stress levels related to exams schoolwork um you know uh, social life in in school and in university and that's something that really stresses a lot of people out but picking up the habit, it's like brushing your teeth in the morning or making your coffee. It's just something that you will do. For me now, when, you know, when there are days where I have to move in the morning or I overslept a little bit or whatever it is, and I don't do my 20 minutes in the morning, it's just like, okay, I, I, you know, I need to take and, and I make the time for it later in the day, just because I know that this grounds me. And I think the concept of grounding, and I think this is what Noor is about. It's about learning how to ground yourself in your very busy life.
1: Yes, in learning how to center yourself, how to ground yourself. Well, essentially our slogan is we help you find your inner light. Nice. obviously okay. means light. Um, could be also interpreted as divine light. Um, and the idea is that we help you find your inner light. We all are born with inner light inside of us. We just stifle it or uh, you know kind of turn it off after a certain time um you know losing consciousness and awareness on a daily basis with life and stress and and so on and so forth and the idea is to find that light it's to rediscover it it's always there and it's just waiting for you to you know open it up and be reignited and for that you need to give yourself the space and the time to really just sit down and and breathe or just practice um yes
0: i love that Well, I can't end with you before going back to the quote from our first episode, (laughs) because we said said we're gonna dig it up. So you dug it up. So let's end with that quote. I apologize
1: apologize for the the non-articulate that I uh, described it last time. So I did find it. And the quote is earn your success based on service to others, not at the expense of others. And it's by H. Jackson Brown, Jr., who's an American author. Um, and I find that to be really beautiful and very relevant for our, the newer generations who are coming up and wanting to be more involved in social impact and earning their success really uh, on service to others.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that more or less also is the essence of what Ikigai is about, which is the Japanese concept of one's purpose. And it's that intersection of, you know, finding your purpose in service to others and, of course, getting paid for it. That's OK. But, you know, finding it from that perspective. Um, and this is why I love the concept of social entrepreneurship, which in essence is that it's it's doing a business, but it, it is to serve others. Well, Shihir, thank you so much for serving others through Noor. Yeah and for finding the gap and for you know putting in all the effort to fill the gap as much as you can and bringing people in connection with their light thank you so much (laughs) thank you for having me my pleasure it's absolute pleasure well we hope that you find your inner light and if you feel that it's been dimmed out a little bit or stifled in any way um, we hope that you would give yourself permission to take a break on a daily basis three minutes not more and then you get to decide how long you want to go and find your inner light as always we wish you love abundance and prosperity and i'll see you next time bye for now thank you for listening to the empowered to grow podcast for further engagement with the tribe of empowered women join my facebook group empowered to grow or visit my website www.hananulbasha.com i'll catch you on the next episode And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.